Blog Talk Radio. In the realm of the metaphysical, there are two sides. There is this side, and there is the other side. Have you ever asked yourself questions such as, When we die, why are we here? Where do we go? Why is there evil? Why do we fear? What is it? What's the meaning of life? Why do we hate? Why do we love? What is awesome? What is life? Why is there suicide? And what happens to those who choose that path? Welcome to Messages from Beyond, the show that addresses all of these questions and more with your hosts, Twin Soul Spiritual Mediums, Dennis and Alice Jackson. Well, good evening and welcome to Messages from Beyond. I'm Dennis Jackson. And I'm Alice Jackson. And uh, I hope I hope you're hearing us already because uh, one of the things I did was I just changed this over to Ethernet rather than wireless, so I'm hoping we get a better signal that way. Okay. Anyway, I did you're it in right the in chat the room. Let us know that you can hear us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. Guest 6962, send us a note if you would. <laughs> I just went weird on it. I'm sorry. But Anybody in the chat room, give us a, send us a note and let us know that you're there, that you're hearing us and we're here and the lines are filling up. So it's going to be a lively show. And I just did something interesting. Oh, by the way, we are live tonight and it is Tuesday, tax day, which is no big deal these That's days, right? right? Everybody gets, uh, gets their taxes done on time or extensions so, or whatever. Hang, hang on a second. I know somebody's here. We'll see if we're being heard. So hang on a second. I'm going to go to the phone here. Hey, Michael, you, you listening? Michael, you there? Hello. I am. You, you know, um, you hey, I, I was trying to contact you via the message box. That's huh? not coming up. Oh, it's not. Nothing's No. Oh, well, well. Because you were saying, you know, okay, let me know if you can hear me. And you sound loud and clear on both ends, uh, online oh, okay, okay. and on the phone. Okay, but cool. I can't, I can't communicate with anyone or, you or anyone for that matter. Oh, you can't get into the chat room? Are you room? in the chat room? I am in. No, I, I'm already logged in. However, the box has not showed up. Oh, it didn't come up for the chat room. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, so you're on the I, Internet, not your phone. Yeah, right, we'll well, I'm on both, both actually. Okay. I'm on both, yeah. Okay. Hmm. Okay, try to try to log again in again because there's people in there right now. So. Oh. Okay. But I don't see. Give it yeah. another try. All try right. Okay. We'll get back to you, Michael. Yeah, we'll be back. Thanks. Sounds like a plan. Right, oh, okay. Bye. All right. Well, happy tax day, everybody. Yeah, happy tax day. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, I just did something right before we started the show, just because we always tell people to use a book. Yeah. When if you have a question. Or just, just see what's going on in your life. And yeah. we always use, for for ourselves, we use Conversations with God. Yes, we do. And people have told us that they've used our book. Mm-hmm. And every time we open Conversations with God, <clears throat> book one, it always answers a question, no matter what's going on in our lives, yeah. it answers it. And I just picked up our book, Together mm-hmm. Again, so would you Twin, open Souls, Twin Souls Reunite in Love and Life, A True Story by what, Dennis and Alice Jackson. You turn to and I opened it up, and, and the first paragraph was, that Saturday night after the workshop, I wrote in my journal that my life was moving at an incredibly fast pace and that it was wonderfully exciting. 
So much had changed since the days that I felt my life was mere existence without purpose. Had mm-hmm. it really only been two months. Interesting. And we were talking about this the other day. It's Saturday almost after which work, workshop? Well, that was Neil. the no, that was the workshop that I did in Miami. That was before I met you. Oh, but I knew. But oh, that I was thought the you here. I was feeling good because I, I thought you were talking about having met me well, and your a, life was exciting. And... There's a book here. Would you like to read it? <laughs> I can lend it to you if you'd like oh, to read it. Oh, I know. Yeah, I read that. <laughs> you book. haven't read it since we wrote it. <laughs> I know. We need, we need to, read, to, but acquaint ourselves. Uh, no, that was actually the first workshop that I took in Miami. Uh, that Neil, uh, that uh, oh, Alan Cohen put on. Oh, there's Papa. That sorry. Alan Cohen put on. Yes. And that's what got me going. That's what got me started on the path, which it is why was, I started taking all the workshops, and it really opened me up to the metaphysical world. It was your sixteenth amounts of cocaine. You know what I mean? No, I don't have a clue what you mean. What I mean is that was the day I woke up. But right. That was yours in, in, in my life. It was my was aha moment. Point, exactly. aha going, oh, whoa, what am I doing? <laughs> right. <laughs> I had to. Yeah, workshops, metaphysical workshops were my drug, drug of choice. There you go. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yes, <You> but <laughs> clarify. <laughs> I knew what I was saying. And everybody in the phone line all know what I'm saying. I'm going to ask each one of them as we're going, see if they understood what I meant. <laughs> Why right. are you giving me the, dirty looks? The, I'm not giving you a dirty look. The, the point see, I was nothing sacred the, here. No, the we're point on, on I was radio. trying to make was that books are are great tools to use when you just have something going on in your life and you want to either confirm it or validate and ask a question what's going and on. And I totally agree with that. And what I was talking about was the subject of the book you were in. Right. The subject. Well, that's... Not the actual, just the fact that you opened the book. Exactly. It was the subject you were you were talking about, and, and that's why I got excited, because I was like, oh, that was a nice thing to say about me. And then it wasn't about me. No, it wasn't about you Isn't at all. Isn't everything about me? No, honey, it was about me. Oh, wow, man. <laughs> it was my <laughs> turning point. <laughs> this show's messed up. It should be de- all about Dennis, right? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody says you need to clear your cash. I'm not sure. I know that's computer lingo, but somebody in the chat room said you need to clear your cash. Oh, I, I don't have any cash to clear <laughs> What's out. What's going on? Is there something you need to clear? No, it's fine. Okay, everybody in the chat room's hearing us, and uh, the lines are filling up, so we're going to go straight She's, to do an all-reading show. She was talking about Michael having to clear his cash. Oh, I see. Thank you. Yeah. Ah, uh, everybody helps each other here. Absolutely. And the phone lines are filling up, so we're going to go. Okay. Put your reading hat on. Huh? Who am I? <laughs> you know, you got to put your reading hat on because you've had your musician's hat on for so long now. You've been really yeah, working yeah, hard. Yeah, yeah. And that band is coming together great. You guys are going to do a benefit performance on June no, yeah, June, June 6th, 6th in, Everett, in Snohomish, Washington. If anybody's in the area, uh, check out our website and no. uh, you got to put it on our website uh, yeah, will, too. But, I, but we're going to put it on our on Facebook, Facebook page. Right now. Um, what I what's really funny it's it's called now don't laugh everybody but it's called bra stock. It's like Woodstock but it's bra stock. It's about what it's what it's a what it's a benefit I for. I get it you get now. It now? 
and I call it my our booby benefit. Like what stuff? Okay. Um, it's really uh, what I understand. Uh, there, there's a group in in Everett that are starting a new service. I don't know exactly how it's working, but it's for women who've had uh, cancer, breast cancer, and they've had to have mastectomies and double mastectomies, and and they're in need of prosthetics and. Uh, it's a great stuff. cause. Um, that need that they need help with, and so this group called Citrine um, Health, Citrine Health is their, what they're called, uh, are putting together the the bra stock, and it's going to be June sixth on Friday night. We're going to be one of four bands. There's going to be three other ones there, as far as I understand. She's at least that's what the talk is right now. Uh, there's there's two of us right now. Um, and there's my band, which is the Rock and Roll Fantasy, which is all a a, um, a, a bad company tribute band. And then there's uh, Kenny and the, or I can't remember their the other name, Carrie and the Carrie and the something. <laughs> I'll get the name for you. But anyway, it'll be on our website. It'll be uh, posted all over the place. So okay, uh, watch for the listings. But it's June sixth. Mark that date. <laughs> um, and um, if you're in Everett. Uh, please if come. you're in this anywhere in the Seattle area, yeah. keep uh, our website is messagesfrombeyond.com. It's not on the site yet, but it will be. But it links our site links you to our Facebook page. Yeah, and it, everything will be on the Facebook page. It's a page. great cause, you know, and it, anything to do uh, with with breast cancer and helping the people who have to go through that is just you know that's really high Terrific. on my list. Any kind of cancer. Actually. We know way too Any many people who have been affected. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's go. Looks like. I'm not sure. This might be New Mexico. I'm not sure. Area we'll code 520. Welcome to Messages from Beyond. You're on the air. Hi there. It's, hi, it's Arizona. 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 Hello. Okay. Who's this? Hi. This is Lisa calling you from Arizona, bright and sunny. Hi, hi Lisa. Right. I understand Good you bragging. guys had a wonderful view of the <laughs> uh, blood moon last night. Yeah, it's beautiful here. That's quit, nice. Quit bragging about the sunny part. <laughs> oh, we had a beautiful sunny day today. We, we did. actually did, yeah, and it was nice. But isn't it like 113 there? Not right now. This is the time of year people want to come. Right. This oh, is a nice okay. time. Oh, this is the sp- That's right. It's spring, isn't it? It's not yes, summer dear. yet. Okay. So what can we All do I- for you tonight, Lisa? <sighs> well, I, I uh, have a lot of um, energy I've been putting out. Uh, on a physical level, going to business meetings, putting in my, um, and talking to people, people that make decisions on hiring. And I wonder if you saw me increasing my income the next couple of months, your contracts. Yeah, uh, it, it looks like there's an upswing. I don't know how giant of an upswing it is, but there's an upswing. Um well, right, now you, you obviously work for yourself, right? Yes, yes. And you, and con- and you, con- to- you contract out. Um, yes, and I'd love to pick up something new. That's well, what I've been I'm, working on. I'm just feeling like there's something where you don't have to carry the load, the weight yourself, but you can do the work, but it's like somebody contracts you out. I mean, and you're one of the people that works. But, I mean, not one of. You're the one that works for that particular stuff that you're doing, whatever it is. But it feels like it's going through someone else. It'd be like, a, it would be like, well, I'm, I'm, I, I relate it to music because that's what I've been doing. Um, it's like a band who has an agent, and they book them gigs. 
And I think that's where you're headed, and that's where you need to look at is an agent kind of thing. I don't mean an agent per se, but someone who actually gets you these uh, other, uh, these jobs. And I feel like that's something that's coming into your energy. And that's what you're really attracting is something to take the load off of you so you can go do the work and collect the check. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Follow me? So just start oh. looking at that. Look at it from that standpoint rather than what job can I get? Who can I get to get me jobs? And that's yeah. where I think you're headed. So, but yeah, no, it looks, it doesn't look bad. Looks good. Sounds good. So, cool. Thank you. You bet. All right, Lisa. Well, good luck to you and uh, let us know what happens. Okay. Thank you. I will. Okay. Good night. <laughs> Well, uh, you know, people, you know, I was just, I don't know, I get all these thoughts that go through my head, and it's like, wing, 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 It's a very strange wing, place you know? to be in that head. Oh, it is. It's a very strange place. But but it's interesting because I'm sitting here thinking, okay, there's, there's so many people out there looking for jobs. They're all working, and uh, there's so many people that do the same stuff that some other people do. Mm-hmm. How do you make yourself... Stand out. Stand out. How do you become, how do you rise to the top of the pile? You know, uh, in some cases, like in, in the sales jobs, you got to be outgoing and up and happy and go and blue and bad and bad and eat. You know, you got to just be on at all times. In other words, you're, it, it's like you're in a movie and you have center stage and the spotlight on you the whole time. I mean, it's like mm-hmm. that's what you've got to be. In other work, like accounting, you have to be in your head. You can't even be out here. You've got to be in there going through this, these numbers and adding and subtracting and putting together and tax time and all that. And I was just thinking about the differences between the salesman who's ah, la, 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 and the accountant, accountant who is really in their head. Cerebral, exactly. Yeah, very cerebral. And... I'm thinking, okay, in the middle, where where does the average person really fits right in the middle? Well, the other thing is we were at uh, a friend's business today mm-hmm. who is looking for someone to come um, to help out. Right. And we were looking at the resumes that he'd been getting in. Mm-hmm. And that is your entrance. That is the first thing oh God, that yes. people see. One resume said the woman had gone to college but she spelled college wrong uh, i mean and i mean it, and it just went downhill from there really and it had jobs that she had been at and with the, the dates but not really you know why you left why you went to someplace else and they were both it's like do i want to waste time and call this person yeah. if yeah. they don't take the time to double check and triple check. I guess that's their what I'm resume. trying to say. You got to rise to the top. You got to be able to sit down and say, "Okay, what is going to get the attention right. of the person that I'm trying to apply for?" If you're tra- applying at a large corporation and and they have a hundred people that are looking through all of the resumes, they're looking for specific things, and you have to figure out what that specific thing is. But it's got to be so professional that you just you know. 
you stand out. Right. Why would you hire you? Yeah. Why would you hire? Yeah, that's a good <laughs> idea. Why would you hire yourself? Exactly. You really, don't look at it from an egotistical point of view, right. where you're in inside yourself, but look at yourself as an objective person who's in charge of hiring and firing. What positive things are going to pop up? Punctuation, spelling, especially if you're. Now, honestly, this this was for it's a, not this was for a bakery. Exactly. So it's not a it's job not where she needed to no. to spell and type properly. However, True. She, she needed to give details about the jobs that she had done but that pertain to that. Give it, and that's what she didn't do. Give it to a professional. Give it to a friend. Give it to someone, someone read to it proof and critique check it. it for you. Proof exactly. check it. Critique it. You know. Ask you the the, the questions that person's going to ask. You know exactly. And 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 role play with somebody. Have a a, a sample interview. Mm-hmm. You know and practice. Practice what the questions would be. Practice what your to, answers would you be. Want to be tap, prepared. If you want to tap into your psychic ability, what do you do? You have to practice. You have to try. It out on people. And mm-hmm. you, first you go to people that know you and you know. And anything that comes up around them that you didn't know, that's great. And then you practice on people you don't know that you've just been introduced to. You just meet. Exactly. And you just and, keep practicing. And I think, you know, when we're talking about something like that, it's not that they needed to be a perfect, perfect speller no, or typist or, what a, or a resume writer. <clears throat> but it goes to the standard of care and attention to, attention to details that you will need in every job. Well, here's here's what the job was. A cape decorator. You have to have the attention to detail to do the decorating. Right. I'm serious. <laughs> what if you what if it was a bride and groom a bride a, a wedding cake and then she forgot to put the bride and groom on top or you know or, or left out the filling. Or left out the fillings or you <laughs> All know, right. Yeah. Just, Anyhow, the idea is if when you're looking for a job the first question right is, to the top. why would you hire you? Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's go to area code 256. Get off of our soapbox here. Oh, yeah. We go can do that. Area 256. Welcome to Messages from Beyond. It's You're on the show. air. We can do that. Oh, Hi there. Okay. Hi. <laughs> this is Kimberly. Hi, Kimberly. Hi, Kimberly. Where are you calling from? I'm calling from Atlanta, Georgia. Hi, Kimberly. Atlanta. How are you? And what can we do for you today? I'm great. I just want to know, um, I'm, I'm on a, a, a different journey right now, and I'm just wondering, um, the guy that's going to come into my life, what would be um, our spiritual purpose together? Oh, what a great question. Interesting question. Well, right off the top, the first thing that pops up is a completion of a past life. Um, okay. And that and that really just popped right up. And now I have to ask you a question. That, that this is kind of kind of set the tone for where I'm going here. You, were you married before? Because I feel like there's a relationship here that was what we would call long term, but it wasn't a long time. Um, yeah, I've been divorced for uh, 12 years. Okay, and you were married for a short period of time, though, about three, four oh, years. Oh God, a year and a half. A year, year and a half, half. even that's what I thought. Because here was what I was feeling is this this short relationship, but I didn't know. I didn't think it was twelve years in between then and now. I knew it was in the past. But mm-hmm. what you got to look at is 
What was it about that relationship that made it so that you could go, I, I'm out of here in a year and a half, you know, and think about that part of it and then turn that around and say, okay, what did I learn from that that I don't want? And I think you can answer that one really good because you know oh, yes. exactly what you don't want in a relationship because of what happened in the first relationship, that main, that, that marriage. So right. When you ask the question, "What is our spiritual purpose?" I feel like um, I feel like this. I feel like like my guides are telling me that you have gone um, so far ahead of where you thought you would be when you planned your life that you had to sit down and go, "Wait a minute, what am I doing?" I, I'm and I've known this for a long time. I've known this for at least four years. But what's stopping me from getting in a, a long-term relationship? Because I already know what I, I don't want. Well, I, I feel like maybe you've gone over. You know how some people go, okay, well, it's okay. You know, it's got a few bad things. I'll, I'll, I'll fix them. I'll change them. And then they get into the relationship. Like and, I tried with you. Yeah. And then they go, <laughs> oh, wait a minute. I can't fix this. <laughs> it's not fixable. You know, and, and then they go and they go into the next relationship or they just settle and, and, and survive in that one. I feel like you're right now looking for someone that's going to be completely taken care of and, and you don't have to fix anything in them. And what right. the truth is, is that that doesn't exist. That person does not exist in your rest of your lifetime. However, okay. it's a wow. mindset. That's a mindset. There are okay. no perfect there are no perfect people. We are all flawed. <laughs> we all okay. have uh, our yes, flaws. I agree with that. Wait, say I that again, dear. Uh except me. Oh, um, uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> that's flaw number one. That's number one flaw right there. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but here's what I'm feeling like is I, I'm feeling like you don't have to really lower any kind of standards that, that like that. You just have to look at the person and say, okay, you got most of the qualities that I desire. There's a couple that I don't really like, but you know what? We all have flaws. He probably won't like something about you, a little thing, you know, something you might do. But if there's love there and it's really, truly you, you love the person for who they are, not for what, they're do, what they do or what their, what their journey or path is in this lifetime, you love the soul. And that's where I think you're, gonna, you're going for right now. And I, and, I, and I really feel like that's where you're going to end up is with someone you truly love the soul and the soul loves you back and okay. that there's a spiritual adventure which i prefer to call it rather than a journey spiritual spiritual adventure coming up for the two of you that has to be discovered as you move forward in the relationship but there definitely is some kind of a spiritual adventure that you're going to uh, embark on and it's going to be great it doesn't matter it really doesn't matter what it is. It's who you're with and who you're sharing it with. And I think that's what's driving you. So take that thing about what are we going to do 
and change it to who are we going to be? Okay. You follow me? And that's mm-hmm. where I think your greatest success is coming from is because you have a lot of love to give. And I think there's that person is coming into your life very soon that you, you'll you be able to give that love to him and it will be returned uh, tenfold. And then okay. you'll return it. And it's that kind of a relationship. But I'm guaranteeing you this, this one thing, that mm-hmm. person is going to have some flaws that you're going to have to be, okay, I can deal with that. You know, you can okay. make your point, you can make your point, but don't ever expect it to just go away. However, I think it, if you voice that opinion about whatever it is you're talking about, just say, you know what, this is something I don't care about that you do, but you know what, that's part of you, and, and I accept that. And if you can work on it, it'd be great, but it's not a deal killer. <laughs> Okay. 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 I, you mean I can I can say that to you? You can say that all you want. Work on this. <laughs> you can say that all you want, honey. <laughs> I try. Eighteen years hey, I've I'm, tried. I chose male in this lifetime. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Certain things come with and, that. And you know what? You know what we always say, Kimberly. Uh-huh. When something happens, or if there's a something that you just want to just a pet peeve or something. He's got to say, you know what, in the grand scheme of life, is this really worth it? Yeah. Is it is it worth making a big deal about or, yeah. you know, just go around it? I mean, Dennis puts a spoon on the counter, drives me crazy. But you know what, he's not going to change. Oh, wait a minute. I put a spoon on the counter because I'm going to go back and use it in about three minutes. And I go back in two and a half minutes and it's gone. <laughs> But you know what? It disappears. There's another spoon in the drawer, and he'll have to deal with it just like I deal with it. And rather than rather than screaming and saying, you know, wipe up, you know, wipe up the counter, it's so much easier and effort-wise for me to just take a rag and wipe it up myself. See, I think this comes back to a past thing with me because <laughs> if I pulled out a spoon i had to keep using the same one because you know because we didn't have a lot of spoons when i was growing or a up. dishwasher or a dishwasher and it, and it was me most of the time i was going to say you have two dishwashers the automatic and me <laughs> and that's true yes I do. <laughs> but that's just my thing i just like a clean kitchen and i love it and it drives me crazy if a dish is in the in the sink or a spoon is on the counter but you know what after 18 years i think i can live with it I'll just, I can't fix them, so I may as well fix my attitude. There you go. I like that. I like, I like that. It. Yeah. yeah. And you exactly. know what? I think I just now thought of that. <laughs> I think that's the first teach, time I've ever said you that. You teach what you need to learn. We definitely teach what we need to learn. All right. Okay, dear. It's a deal. <laughs> I've just changed my attitude. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Thank you, Kimberly. You're welcome. She'll be sending a therapist bill. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Kimberly. Thank you so much. You've been a lot of fun. I love your energy. I love your laugh. Thank you. Call in any time. Thanks for calling. All right. right, Uh Take care. Bye-bye now. Bye. No, that's funny. Yeah. I, you know, it is. It's just attitude. It's all attitude. It's like I was telling the guys in the band. We were sitting there playing the Bad Company, and a couple of the guys were just were they were playing the song and they were doing a good job, but it it wasn't there was that feel wasn't, wasn't exciting. There. 
So I turned around. We got done with the song. I said, you know what? I want to redo that song. I want to do it again. But this time I want you all to think about the attitude of bad company, who they are. What are, what are they? The name bad company already says they're bad boys, right? <laughs> They've got an attitude. So just put yourself in that bad boy attitude. And let's play this song again. Cool. Oh, my God. It Made a difference. so good. Oh, yeah. Boy, I just kick him in the butt every time now. It's, it's with anything. <laughs> it's the mindset. It is. It really is. It's all in the attitude. Oh, yeah. And that's why we always say an attitude of gratitude. We need to go back here to the phone and talk to Keisha. Keisha, welcome to Messages hey, from Beyond. How are you? Hello, you guys. There's, there's hey. the attitude. <laughs> <laughs> I you? love listening to your show. It's always so uplifting. Oh, thank you. <laughs> we have fun. That's the important part. What's going on? I like it. Nothing but, you know, I have to always drop in and do my occasional checkup. So just needed, um, you know, some words of motivation uh, as far as if i got a lot of things coming up, of course. Um, but, you know, there's always wrenches that get thrown in there here and there. I'm kind of wondering um, if you've seen anything positive as far as my finances. But, you know, if you don't, I'll accept that too. But, yeah, just kind of thinking, just kind of see what you see. Well, I I really want to talk to you about a name that popped into my head. It was either Paul or Paula, and I don't know Paul. if that even has anything to do with you. Maybe one of our other callers, but Paul or Paula, and um, it also feels like is there somebody that you see every once in a while? who is, uh, let's see, how do I say this? I'm going to put this in the right context. Uh, <laughs> buff. Uh, like, wears That's no shirt, buff. and sitting around, you know, flexing his muscles and, and doing exercise, <laughs> and you see him all the time. Who is that? That is Marco. <laughs> okay. Oh, that is, but, see, yeah. a real person, not in your dreams. But he's out here in the uh, in the untouchable or something? Um, As far as somebody I see that I can't touch? No, no. I mean, as far as you um, just, you kind of look and you, but you don't, you haven't, or maybe you have touched. I don't know. <laughs> That's okay. No, we touched. <laughs> okay, okay. But uh, okay. if it's, yeah, his name is not Paul, but um, yeah, that's the only person I can think of that's pretty buff okay. and big. He's like six five. Yeah, buff kind of guy. But is he the one that has the like the heart, like a like a little kitten, very very soft and sensitive person deep inside? When you really get past the macho kind of outside. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And what's your relationship with him right now? Is it like just friends, or have you moved um, forward on it, or did you have a did you have a fling and then just kind of back off? Is that what happened, or how did that go? We were actually dating. That's the gentleman I talked to you about a long time ago. We were actually oh. dating, um, okay. and he's dealing with a situation with his mother. He's an only kid, so sometimes right. that does come out a lot. Um, sure. But now we're in a, a state to where we're still seeing each other. We're just not in a relationship commitment. Okay. Now I understand what, I, what I'm seeing. The reason I, I brought that up is because, number one, things hit us every once in a while, and we, and we 
we file them away in the back of our hip, in the back of our minds, and just kind of file it away and go, okay, I, I need to pay attention to this. And I think that's what's happening with you and Marco is you've filed it away. You haven't given up, which I want to tell you not to. Don't give up, because I feel like there's something more there that is um, coming up. It's I don't know how to even say this. Um, it's kind of like he has this thought in the back of his mind, and and I think every every human being does this. We, I know women do it for sure. Guys, most of us do it. <coughs> you sit and you see someone, and then you have kind of a a daydream thought about what maybe that relationship might be. And gosh, if it went this way, <clears throat> and of course, most of the time what happens is it goes completely south of what we thought we wanted it to be or where we thought it we should, it should be. And I think your attitude, the way you're, you're dealing with this person is absolutely perfect because you haven't put any um, preconceived notion of how or where it should go or how it should yeah. be or where it should go. And you're kind of just like, you've taken that attitude of, I'm just going to put it over here. And if it happens, okay. If it doesn't, then I won't get hurt. Does that make sense? Without expectations. Without expectations. Yeah, without expectations. And I think you're that's right. the best way that you can deal with this person because he's very slow at moving forward and making decisions. He... He overanalyzes everything. Have you noticed that? Oh, my goodness, yes. Yeah. And that's, <laughs> what, that's what he's doing. Most people analyze stuff and they go, okay, um, well, it's just for example, guys go to the bars, women go to the bars where they meet and go, okay, well, that's the one I want tonight, and zeroes in and boom. And, away, and usually it's a guy zeroing on a girl that doesn't want to see him and he gets knocked out. The girls have all the all the uh, cards because they can zero in on a guy and go, "I want you, come on, let's go." And the guys can go, "Okay, here I am." Right, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? They follow you along like puppies. <laughs> At least that that's, the so all, that's the way it works for me in my life. Um, you still? Where was I going? <laughs> where was I going? With this? You say you still? <laughs> used to, yes, definitely used to. Um, I forgot what they were trying to do. Yeah, he's on. still back at the bar following all the girls yeah, around. Yeah, I just followed them around. Too <laughs> <laughs> funny. He pre he overanalyzes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, overanalyzing. So, <laughs> Thanks, so, Keisha. What he does, thank you for putting me back on, on track. Um, uh, Ho just slapped me inside the head and said, Okay, wake up. <laughs> um, no, it's like he overanalyzes. So if he was the one that goes to the bar, he would sit there and look at everybody. And by the time he figured out who he wanted to be with, he'd already have built a whole scenario of, okay, we got married and had five kids, and we're, and now we're grandparents, and, and then the bar is closing. And there's nobody right. there. You follow me? Right. So, That's so you That's so you. I guess what I'm trying to tell you is you have to wait till the bar closes, okay? <laughs> wow. For <Yes>. him. <laughs> kind of kind of that way. So but but I feel like Well, the key is also worth, you don't push. Well anything and, wait, worth waiting for is yeah. worth waiting for. If it's somebody that you're worth that you know, that you're just enjoying having um a non committed relationship with, then enjoy it. That's yeah, fine like too. This, 
he's like this great big bear of a man, but he feels like he's just a puppy dog, you know, and just a nice, soft, cuddly puppy dog inside. And that, and that's the person that you're, and that's the soul you're seeing. And I feel like your souls are communicating more than your your physical minds and bodies are. So um, there's a process. And, and the thing about his mom is I feel like he's, he's he really loves his mom. And, and you know, any guy that loves his mom is going to be good to uh, his wife. So uh, because there's a good relationship there. And I think that's what he's dealing with is trying to take care of all that. And he doesn't have room to take care of anything else right now. Uh, you you hit it right on the you hit it oh you're so awesome you hit it right on the nail and that's why we're in the state that we're in because he yeah. feels as if he has a lot to help his mom with right now and he he wants to be with me he says he loves me but it's mm-hmm. like he he doesn't have quite that room right now to be the man that I need for him to be for me so we're in a Capacity. state where I understand that completely right so we yeah. we still hang very tough it's just we've put room so he can do that and not really be obligated to the boyfriend obligations for me and then I can go to school and do what I need to do too well, you know what that it works yeah. perfectly it for works both, both of you and what's <gasps> nice is you're not strangling him and yeah. you're not pushing him and, and he's just, not strangling right. you either exactly so you no, have a, you have a lot of things you got to do, yeah. And you have school, and you're not ready to settle down anyway, no. so enjoy it. But when it does come together, hang on to your hat <laughs> and everything else. <laughs> 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 so, because it, it's going to be a good one, so, yeah. Wow. With that said. Yeah, he's <laughs> yeah, well, nice good. Yeah. Sounds good. Thank you. All right. All right. You have a good night. Thank you. you Thank you for calling. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. Oh, that's (laughs) fun. Always good to talk to you. Always, always. Okay. Let's go to area code 910. Welcome to Messages from Beyond. Hello there. Hi. Hi. What's your name and where are you calling from? Uh, My name is Jay, and I'm calling from North Carolina. Hi, Jay. How are you, and what can we do for you tonight? I'm hanging in there. Actually, I was curious, just any message, anything from anyone that might be around me, assisting me at this time. Your father's on the other side, isn't he? Um, that might be my grandfather. I can't Please. actually confirm. I can't confirm that. I haven't spoke with Dad in probably over 15 years. Yeah, and do you know where he's at? No. Okay. Um, no, I, well, I know what, what's that? I actually, yes, I, 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 be, I mean, I know where he was 10 years ago, but. Okay. Um, who's Ron or maybe Ray sounds like Jay, but Ron or Ray or something like that with an R Robert. Nothing's hitting me off the bat, off the top okay. of my head. Okay. Okay. Uh, 
Uh, no, I just I feel like this is a father figure. So to me, that that's not going to be a grandfather unless your grandfather helped raise you and was there in your life the whole time. That that's that that's where this whole thing goes weird, goes kind of south. But for me, a father figure is either an uncle, a father, a father-in-law, someone like that who's crossed over. And usually they'll give me the name of of someone either closely around you or within your life. But um, for for me, I, I feel like this is is a father figure. So, okay. do you know? Um, Actually, I had my mother's husband is on the other side. Oh, okay. Okay, that's, that's a, father a father figure. figure. That's a stepfather, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. What was his first name? Barry. Barry. Mm-hmm. That 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 makes sense. Just a second. Um, what was his what was his blood issue with his blood? Um he had rheumatoid arthritis. And it just it went throughout his body. That yeah. stuff that stuff's bad. Oh yeah. Yes. Um yeah. Oh well. He says to tell you um he says to tell you Are you now? Are you close to your mom? Do you are you connected to her closely now, or is she passed? No, no, she's she's still here. Also, she's still here uh, though. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Well, here's I'm here's right. what I'm here's what I'm being told <laughs> I'm by. I'm sorry. What'd you say? I'm the black sheep of the family. Oh, <laughs> that's okay, and I, I completely understand it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I I just I feel like Jay really wants to let you know that not only is he looking over you, your grandfather's there too, and I don't want to ever dispel the fact that your grandfather's over there and your grandmother and lots of other people who who've passed in the in the in the in the last few years. Um, but I feel like really he wanted to say hi, but this guide I'll call him who wants to come through like a fatherly figure wants to say to you, you really haven't had a father all your life, but you've had this person on the other side in guidance, helping guide you, which has caused you to to really make the right decisions. Because if you look back at the way your parents, that's what I'm going to say, parents interacted with you, it was not healthy, it was not good, it never was good, and it and it never can be good because of um, wounds, I guess is the best way to say it, the wounded soul, the wounded heart. And so you needed to connect to someone, and this guide comes through and says he's like your father, has always been there, and is always there to guide you through the processes that you need to go through. He, this, this guide wants me to tell you that you're looking at a business of some sort you're trying to go into and you're apprehensive at this moment. Do you understand that? What that is? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He says to tell you that because of who you are, because of what who you what you've gone through in this life and because of the uh access to all of the information that you've gone through will help you in moving into this this new business venture 
Also, you don't have to worry about it because you have a whole army on the other side that there that's there, and that use the term army loosely. Um, it just means lots of people to help you move forward in this and to make sure that you make the right decisions and you are given the right opportunities to have a very successful rest of your life. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. That being said, as a musician, I'm a drummer. Huh? Here's the business. Here's the business I'm trying to start. I've been a drummer since I was in second grade. I'm 42 now. Gotcha. And probably for about the past 10 years, I've been thinking, man, man, did I miss the bus. <laughs> and, uh, but and I haven't been able to, to, to get a band together either. In this, in the area I'm in, it's like, I don't know. I have to dumb down so bad that mm-hmm. it's just, it's it's not working. Does that make sense? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. I know and, exactly what you're, what you're talking about. Yes. So, I mean, do you see me being a successful musician? Um, yeah. You get, here's here's the thing that you have to do, and, and it's something that I had to do. Now, I live close to Seattle, but most of the people that I get or that I got in my situation was north of Seattle, um, in Everett, toward the. <coughs> Toward the upper borders of uh, uh, above Washington, above above Seattle. Um, <clears throat> there's a lot of world class musicians that live in the Seattle area. There's a lot of world class musicians that live in North Carolina, in South Carolina, in Florida, in New York. I mean, all over the East Coast. Here's what I know, and here's what I what I feel is the best advice I can give you. Decide what you want. Don't worry about what anybody else wants. I and, I'll, and I'm going to tell you a little story, and I know it's going to take a little time, but and I apologize to everybody that's waiting to call, but you really need this. A year ago, a year and a half ago, um, <coughs> excuse me, I got a frog in my throat. Alice and I decided to cut down our time on the road. So I said, okay, if we're going to do that, then I'm going to get back into a band and I'm going to put this band together and it's going to be the best band I've ever been in. And I, and I, and I have a visual of what I want and I, and I auditioned for this first band and I'm telling you, I had lost my chops. I didn't know which way to go. I mean, I couldn't remember the leads. I, Oh geez. It was, it was a frustrating time. It was totally frustrating. And I went to right. the audition and I played, and I and I knew that I was bad. I knew I was terrible at this audition. And I walked away feeling like, okay, this is never going to happen again. I'm not going to be in this position. So I, I took my time, and I ran ads in, in Craigslist, which I would, is my first suggestion to you, is go to the Craigslist, go into gigs and put an ad in there, go into community under musicians and put an ad in there and look at the, look at the ads that are there. And you will find that there are musicians that are world-class musicians that will be able to um, come to you or are probably neighbors that you don't even realize. I'm telling you that there's the, we're out there. We are there. Us musicians are there. Okay. And you yeah. just got to turn over every frickin' rock around you, and you will find them. But you got to do this. Now, it took me 11 months to put together uh, a bass player and a drummer and me. <laughs> and I played the guitar. 
Right. When I when I got those core guys together, the, the three of us, the core of us, when they came together, I said, okay, uh, now I got the core. I'm adding a keyboard and a lead singer. I put an ad out within three weeks. I had it. I had it. Uh, the night before we were auditioning the singers, which I knew we were going to get one of them, the keyboard player called me and said, do I have to have two keyboards? Nope. You're in. Come on over. She came over the next day. We, we hit, and the band was formed. And I'm telling you, from the first song we played after we decided on the singer, it was perfect. And we've only had 12 I think 12 rehearsals, and now we are ready to go out there. And it's and it's 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 world class music. We're playing Bad Company, and it sounds like Bad Company. So I don't want to carry get carried off too far. But what I see for you is those three things. You just got to do the, the do the do the legwork, turn over the rocks in your area, and you will find them because they're there, and you will be. Successful. And back to the same thing we were talking about earlier. With Kimberly, it's attitude. It's all attitude. It's yeah. all in the attitude. So don't say you're losing it. No. Say you got <laughs> it. I mean, we have a friend who's in his mid-50s who's a drummer, and he just now got in with a gig that's sending him to Anaheim, that's sending him to China, that they're, they're going on tour. Yeah, he's touring with a uh, – uh, he's not in the – the, the Bee Gees uh, tribute band, but he's touring with Lucy Wu, who is a uh, uh, plays those two string uh, Chinese instrument, and they're okay. merging mer- they're merging Chinese music with American rock. But and like Heather just said in the chat room, her mom became an international model at sixty three. At sixty three, yeah. So wow, it's never wow. too. Of course, she's, she's drop dead gorgeous, but I'm forty two. There Jay, you go. I'm sixty four. Yeah. Right. See? Okay. Okay. <laughs> yes. We never give up. Once you're a musician, always a musician. My keyboard player is 42, so. Hey, Dennis and I <laughs> Dennis and I didn't even meet until we were 46. 46, yeah. So you've got Aww. your entire life ahead of you. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Well, so. okay. that's beautiful. Thank you guys so much. I, I All right. Keep Take that positive day. attitude and call us back when you got gigs going. Absolutely. Will do. Where, where in North do. Carolina are you? A Wilmington. A Wilmington. What oh, a great wow. place. Yes. You're right there on the beach. Yeah, absolutely. Right? I'm right, you, right here. Oh, right my gosh. Beach. You, you just got, got so many world-class so musicians around you. So many mind. venues. Your wow. opportunities are amazing there. Cool stuff. Okay? Absolutely. Thank you guys so much. All right. Well, take care, Good Dave. luck to you. See you. Thanks. All right. Good night. All right. Bye-bye. Oh, that's awesome. I love Wilmington, North Carolina. Yeah. It's a beautiful area. Yeah. All right, let's go to area code 505. Welcome to Messages from Beyond. You're on Hello the air. There. Hi. Hi, what's your name and where are you calling from? My name is Noel. I'm calling from Albuquerque, New Mexico. Hi, Noel. What can we do for you tonight? Hi. Um, well, it's the relationship question. <laughs> okay. I'm, still, I'm still writing Albuquerque. Yeah. <laughs> a-, a town. <laughs> well, I was married for like 21 years, and I've been divorced for seven years. And I've spoken to a few people about this before, and everything they always told me just never really panned out. I did have a boyfriend four years ago, but I've been alone for a long time, and I'm just sort of like curious as to whether or not 
there will ever be another relationship. And I'm a lot better now. I mean, I really went through a long time where I was just miserable alone, and I thought, oh, I'll never be happy alone. But now I'm pretty much happy, you know, and I uh, don't feel like I have to have a relationship, but I'm just sort of curious as to maybe if there's a possibility of one. Well, yeah, absolutely. Always a possibility. The key is, is do you probability? Really want, do you really want a relationship, and how? And how? What are you um, willing to do to have a relationship in your life? I mean, the key is finding someone that fits your mold, uh, and you fit their mold, and that's really the whole thing. Um, the old adage that I'm too old or it's uh, it's too late for me, I throw that out the window. I'm telling you right now. Uh, I look at my, my grandfather and my grandmother uh, on my dad's side, and when they were the age that we are right now, it was like time to throw them in the grave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> look at them. I'm telling you. It was like, you're what? You just retired at, at 63, and now it's, oh, what am I going to do with my life? You know, I just might as well go die. You know, no, that's not that's not happening. Um, the attitude. I think our, our, our thing tonight is attitude. I think so. I think that's our, our, our real our theme, tonight. theme going through the whole thing. Because I'm feeling like your attitude has to... Take on the attitude that you are not hoping for a relationship. You're not looking for a relationship. You know there's a relationship out there. You have to know that. You have to know, and I am worthy of a relationship because, you know what, i got a lot to give. And that's the attitude that I want you to take because that's all that's going to happen for you is, oh, gee, if I don't have a relationship, okay, I'll be all right. No, be honest with yourself. Say, you know what? I need another person in my life because I want to share my life with this other person. And I think that's where you're coming from right now. You know, you've got things ahead of you in your life. You want to do certain things. But you know what? It's so much more fun if you share it with somebody that appreciates it as much as you do. And I think that's where you're headed. And I think that's, yeah, I'd say you've got somebody coming in your life. It's just a matter of you being okay with sharing that what you're doing with someone else. You follow me? And wanting to share what they like, too. Uh, and I do feel that way. My, I know you do. My biggest... <laughs> Yeah, my biggest issue with a person, like when you were discussing with the other young lady a while ago, is not not so much finding somebody that I think is perfect. I just want someone who's more fun-loving and laid back and enjoys life than what I've experienced with men before, because most of the men right. in my life have been very <clears throat> angry, angry, well, let's, unhappy let's, people. Yeah, let's put it this way. Your history is not your destiny. So take that attitude. My history is not my destiny. It's not who I'm looking for. It's not who I'm going to have in my life now. Um, your mom on the other side? Is there a mother no, figure there? No, she's not. Who's, who's the mother she's figure not. that's over there? Uh, Mother-in-law? Probably my, grandma, my grandmother. No, mother figure's going to be one generation. Well, my mother is here. Um, she's not in Alzheimer's I, or dementia, is she? My mother, yeah. she has 
something going on with her. She's had several strokes, and she's uh, not in really good condition. All right, here's <clears throat> here's what the situation is. Is when, and I need to explain this to you and everybody that's listening. When people have had brain issues, Alzheimer's, dementia, strokes, things like that, where they kind of go away for a little bit. You know, they don't recognize mm-hmm. you always, like, or they forget so much, like big mm-hmm. chunks of forget forgotten stuff. That is a case where the the soul is actually kind of going in and out of the body. In other words, it's like connecting and disconnecting and connecting and disconnecting. It's kind of like getting ready to disconnect completely. But it, <clears throat> sometimes it can take 20 years, you know, uh, especially like in Alzheimer's. It, it can take 10 to 15 years just to go through the process to where you leave the planet, actually leave. Um, it feels like your mom has those issues going on. That's why I felt her kind of on the other side, just the fact that she's going in and out. Um, anyway, I've got someone on the other side, and I'm, I think I'm dealing more tonight with guides than actually loved ones, but I feel like this person's telling me to tell you there's someone coming into your life. Um, they're going to be what you think they are, what you would like to have, with some extra traits in there. And I'll tell you the same thing I told the other person. It's not so much you're looking for somebody perfect. It's looking, you're looking for somebody perfect for you. And that's where we have to make the clarity, the clarification, because most of the time when we send it out, we're looking for somebody perfect for us. It doesn't come out perfect for us. It comes out, I'm looking for somebody perfect for me, but that for me doesn't always get sent over. You know, and so really when you're when you're sitting down saying, okay, you know what, I don't I don't really need a relationship. Don't say that. Say, you know what, I really do need a relationship. I need to share my life with someone who will appreciate it and and take that attitude of thought and then preface it with I want someone. In, I, 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 uh, I was going to say, get rid of the words I need and want. in my life mm-hmm. that is perfect for me and that carries the traits that I hold in the highest esteem, those traits that mm-hmm. I would honor. And if, I, if I, mm-hmm. that person comes to me, I would hope, that I, I want and, and desire and deserve someone who will take the traits that I have and hold them in the highest regard. And I'm going to substitute the words um, for want and need. Yeah. Choose and welcome. Choose and welcome. There you go. So those I are the- choose this person to be in my life. I welcome them into my life. Because whatever you are thinking or saying, you're creating that reality. Yeah, and if you Thought say want, creates reality, you're if, going to have one. Right. If you say want and need, the universe says, yes, you want. You will always want. And you you will need. always need. If you choose and welcome, imagine the results. Deserve. So just take your whole attitude about that and just kind of just shift it a little bit and put it out that way and watch what happens. Because once the, the person, the, the soul, the... Um, consciousness comes out and 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 sends that message out your whole demeanor changes you change who you are you change how you look how you talk about people and then the other thing that noel that you need is you need to make yourself available that's the big one okay yeah okay <laughs> that help 
<laughs> that, yes. That last, that last one's the hardest, right? <laughs> oh, it has been lately because I oh. haven't really been, I haven't had a date in a year and I got off all the dating sites. I haven't really been doing anything because I just figured, well, everybody keeps telling me when you let go, it'll happen, just leave it alone. And okay. I had to come to the point where I was really learning to be happy on my own instead of looking all the time, you know. Well, you know, the thing is, is when you do that, um, you let go, but you also need to go out and make yourself available. In other words, not on the dating sites. I mean, just being in life and going to uh, different, like, you, are you into metaphysics a lot? Do you like metaphysics? Do you like to, to explore that area? Yes. Okay. The best thing I can tell you is most of the metaphysic um, places you go to um, or groups that you might be involved in are a lot of, of feminine and female, the female side of our species. Because mm-hmm. more masculine, they're not drawn to this, but there's a lot of guys that go there. But the kind of guys that you want to meet are going to be drawn to this. They're going to be drawn into this because that's the type of person I feel like you're drawing toward you. So have you ever heard of a thing called meetup, meetup.com? Yes, I'm actually on that site. <laughs> oh, good. When I when I do it, I would look under metaphysical meetings, groups. Be with people psychic, of like mind. Psych, uh, psychic medium. Do those types of, of terminology. Um, okay. And and try that because I think you're going to find that. And then if you just if you don't find in a lot of of meetup groups, you can actually start your own. Mm-hmm. You know, and build from there. Yeah. But. But put yourself into those situations because, you know, uh, I don't think you're one of the that goes to bars and stuff. But if you do, that's okay. But not, I don't think the quality people are going to be meeting at the local um, watering establishments. No, I'm not into the bar scene. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, and most metaphysical people are not. And, and when you get to that point and you realize that, that's that's where you're going to be drawn to is those people. So, all righty. All right. Okay. Good luck, both. And one last thing that I would suggest to you is sit down and write your wish list, your recipe for who you choose to have in your life. And maybe write another list of why do you think angry people always keep coming into your path. Okay? Okay. There you go. That's that's uh, a good thought. (laughs) And figure it out. Okay. And, and Thank change. you very much. I make, enjoyed. Make the huh? changes. Make the changes of why those people are, are being drawn to you. All right? Cool. I will do that. And I enjoyed. Oh, oh. I just, oh, I just got. I, Did you hit the button? No, I just got knocked off. I just saw it disappear. It's like, oh. Noel, if you're listening, I'm so sorry. I, I don't know what happened. All right. It wasn't, but, the, it wasn't the engineer. Nope. <laughs> See, angry people coming into her life. That Not must good. Be it, yeah. All right. All right. That was a good call, and I'm. I'm I think yeah. she got something really well, really good out of that. Uh, let's go to area four four zero. Welcome to Messages from Beyond. You're on the air. Hi there. Hello. Hi. What's your name? Where are you calling from? My name is Jamie. I'm calling from California. Hey, Jamie. What can we do for you today? Um, I think I may have met my twin soul. I'm not sure. Yeah, I have to cool. say, though, the I think I may have met my twin soul. And I only say that because it was, 
I don't know. When I met her, I was going to go to massage school. And we did a massage together, and we were talking, and just felt, I don't know, I felt like she could see right through me, and it was weird. So do you, I mean, I... Well, here, here's, here's one of the things that, <clears throat> that I will tell you. Okay. The number one rule about twin souls right. or knowing <clears throat> is when you meet the twin... There's a connection that's there that is immediate, instantaneous. Right. Right. It isn't like they're looking through you or into your soul. It's like right. you know this person, but you don't know where you met them. It's like, okay, I well, know that's you. That's kind of how I felt. But, but, that's yeah. more what I felt. And the big one, though, is you won't say to someone, do you think this is my twin soul? You will say, right. I've met my twin soul. And what are the first four words that you came out of your mouth? I've met my twin soul. No, he said, I think. So, no, they met your twin soul. Not I think. Okay? You know, put, put stock in that. You know, either you did or you didn't. So let me ask you. You know, it's not like being a little pregnant. Let me ask you a question. Did you meet your twin soul? I think so. Okay, let me now let me ask you one other question. Are you with her? No, not technically no. Okay. Is she responding in the same way that you are? Uh I don't know, it's hard to say. Yes, I I would say that she she seems to be open to me, only I'm pretty shy, so I I don't know. I'm not really, okay. it's weird because I seem to be coming out, coming out of my show and whatnot. And Good. Yeah. Hey, you called into a radio show. Yeah. Well, here's here's the situation is that normally when twin souls meet, um, and, I'm, and I'm guessing, and this is kind of a guess on my side, that you're mid-20s, maybe a little earlier? No, I actually just turned 30, but yeah, it's fairly close, I guess. Okay. That's pretty close. So here's here's the thing, though. In situations like that, and and usually it's more like in 17 to 22, um, we might meet our twin soul at that time. And most of the time, we're going to be, like, repelled to go out and explore the world and look around and we'd be pushed apart. But when you get past the 25 mark or into 30, if you meet your twin soul, it's going to be an inexplicable drawn drawing to each other. In other words, you will be drawn, I don't care how shy you are, you'll be drawn out of that shell going, God, how do I know you? Where do I know you from? And, you know, it's, well, you look so exactly familiar. That's exactly how I was feeling. That's exactly how I was feeling. And, but I'm did so you, skeptical. But yeah. did you verbally say it out loud? I almost did. I literally almost said it. I almost said, <laughs> to, I almost said to her, I said, where do I know you from? Do I know you uh-huh. Almost is not oh. the same as actually well, doing it. Well, he just it. he thought it though. I know you thought it, and, and that's, that that's feeling the is there. Part. That's good. The feeling is there. So here's what I suggest: Are uh, you in contact with her now? I won't be for another week, but but you I mean, will yeah. be in contact with her, no, right? Honey, not everybody yeah. is as brazen as you. I know that's that's okay. I I, I got large. What Dennis of... what Dennis said to me was. 
We were lovers in a past life. I did not say yes, that. Yes, you oh, yeah. did. I did. I did. I did. You know, what can I say? We were, too. I was just speaking yeah, truth. Yeah, but it was like, uh... See, the thing was, is I was speaking truth. I was speaking from my heart. And she thought oh. I was trying to pick her up, which I wasn't. Yeah. I wasn't. I, I really... I was, no, that is. Yeah, well, anyway. somehow it worked. No, somehow it worked out. I'm still anyway, here. Anyway, here's, here's, here's what I suggest you do. When you get back together with this person in the classroom, you just sit down and say, can I talk to you for a few minutes? And you just be really, really, just be humble and honest and straightforward and say, you know what, this is going to sound really weird to you, but I just feel like when we met, I've known you before. And I feel really comfortable around yeah, you. Yeah, I feel really comfortable around you. I feel like I can talk to you about this, and, it, and you won't think I'm crazy. And just yeah. be honest, you know, and say, look, I don't, you don't have to say we're twin souls. Just mostly no. come from the standpoint of I, I feel like I've known you before. Did you have the same feeling? And if she right. says no and stay away from me, then you kind of back off and <laughs> don't worry about it. But I have a feeling you're going to get a very positive answer, like, yeah, I, I felt like really comfortable or, you know, and I don't know why. But um, And then that opens the door for you to say, well, I'd like to explore it further. Or, Could we go out and have coffee sometime and just ask her out to coffee? Do you believe in past lives? Do you believe you in know, past anything lives? Like you know? and, have and, you ever read Brian Weiss's Many Lives, Many Masters? Anything. I have. To I open have the door. But, I mean, you can ask her that. Ask her no, I know. So there's there's your inroad, and and that way, I I feel like that's going to give you an opening to start the dialogue, and that's really what it's about is starting a dialogue. You need to start a dialogue so that the, the information, because you know what I'm telling you, I'm, I, I'm I, you're shy, but I also feel like yeah. she's got a little re- bit of reserve in her too, and she's not going to come yeah. to you and say, hey, gee, I think you were my lover in a past life. You know, know, let's get together this life. It's not going to happen. <laughs> so you have to be the one that opens the door to say, can we explore this? Or can we talk about this? And if it, and if you get a like a closed door, don't worry about it. Just know that that's your sign that you're getting close to meeting your twin soul. Because right. once twin souls meet, here's the bottom line. Nothing on the, on the planet will keep them apart with the exception of themselves. Now, what I mean by that is when twin souls have evolved to the point that they're okay with themselves, that person has to be okay with him or herself. And when they're okay at that point, that opens the door to receive unconditional love because that's what comes with the twin soul is unconditional love. There are no conditions behind it. You don't have to have the... I really kind of felt that with her, it, it, and it shocked me really bad. It felt like my heart just expanded times ten. Of the, like I just yeah. felt like she really, truly accepted me for who I was, and it blew me away. I and think she did. I, I think she I, did. I the bottom line here, bottom line, Jamie, is though. Right now, I can tell you anything I want to tell you, and, and you just kind of got to say, okay. But what I do tell you is stuff that comes through and is very dear to my heart. I would never lead you down a road that would have you, have you feel really bad. 
And the, yeah. I, I'm prefacing this with, for what I'm about to say. <clears throat> um, if you explore this, you're going to find out one way or another. And the problem with people, most people, is they don't want to know. They want to keep it in their head and say, oh, gee, I think that was the one, but gosh, I just I missed the process. And then they can kind of stew in that. And I want you to be able to say, you know what? I thought this was my twin soul, and I found out that it was. And now we're moving forward. Or you'll find out that I thought this was my twin soul, but it wasn't. But I'm very close because if I'm having those feelings, that person is coming to, into my realm of energy fairly quickly. And I know yeah. it's coming close. So if she's not the it, which I can't tell you that she is or not, but I can right. tell you it's going to be a strong, strong connection in the sense that you will be helping each other immensely very shortly. So, um, have. yeah, have fun. I mean, have, okay. enjoy it. It's 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 a it's a very it's a wild exciting, ride. <laughs> it's a very exciting experience meeting a twin soul and then acknowledging. Mm-hmm. When you acknowledge that connection between the two of you, it's like all doors are open. The world is your oyster, and you gotta. Pick to pick it up. Have you read our book, Jamie? <laughs> no, and I'd love to. Uh, what what is it called? It's called Together Again: Twin Souls okay. Reunite in Love and Life. It's available on Amazon, and you could uh, actually just go to our website, messagesfrombeyond.com, and click on the click link on there. the link to the book. Yeah, there's a book link there, and it'll take you right there. And it's available in Kindle or in hardback. I mean, not hardback, uh, paper. Paperback paperback so, yeah. so uh but that'll explain a lot of uh, what we went through yeah. and mm-hmm. so you'll you'll see but uh we thank you for calling good luck to you and let us know what's going on all right yeah, keep in touch oh, oh yeah thanks right. a lot guys and i'll be sure to get that book okay, okay thanks Jamie, and be care. sure and uh, sign on to be on our mailing list too where in california okay. are you oh i'm in uh, san francisco Oh, cool. We have a lot of people in the Bay Area, and we do workshops mm-hmm. there, so be sure and get on our mailing list. Yeah. Okay? Oh, great. Yeah, I'll check All that right. out. Thanks. Great. Thanks. And, and, and our Facebook. Thanks. Bye-bye. Okay. For everybody out there, our, our website is messagesfrombeyond.com, mm-hmm. and there's a link on there that takes you directly to follow us on Twitter or follow like us on our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash messages from beyond and sign up and be on our mailing list so you'll know when we're going to be in your area um okay let's sometime soon uh another call uh, it looks like michael. Michael, Hi, michael in california welcome to messages from beyond how are you pretty good how are you good what's going on well you know i'm just uh uh wondering uh to be a specific when will i be moving my toolbox to a new location Preferably my own location. <laughs> that was good, you know. Uh, no, actually, the four to six weeks. Oh wow! You actually see something like that, huh? Um, yeah, because I was going to tell you. Um, even though I was told to be discreet about my presence uh, at headquarters, that didn't last very long. I mean, the moment I pulled, pulled up to the parking lot, you know, I ran into someone, someone with a big mouth. Uh, the next day, I, the next day, I was told to meet the contractor in the cafeteria. Okay, no problem. I mean, that's basically going to be the epicenter of everything. No, everyone was at work, 
However, one of my old leaders walked in. He was happened to be in training. Hey, are you coming back? All right. Awesome. There you go. Okay. Great. Okay. The next day, one of the guys that we uh, that's basically working with us doing this warranty work, he says, oh, uh, let me show you guys. Uh, we're getting some new engines, blah, blah, blah. So here we go, parading right down the middle of the shop with about 1,000 people, quite a few of those I know. Hey, Mike. Hey, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I, I'm, I'm trying to, to act like I don't hear this, you know, but on the way back, a couple of them like, dude, did you hear us? And it's like, oh, man, you know. So basically, by now, they don't, you know, if they don't know that I'm there, because they haven't kicked me out yet, yeah. um, you know, I, I, it's been a positive experience, but, you know, I mean, that's basically yeah. along my peers. We, well, I have you know, to deal with... Here's here's what you got to understand is <clears throat> you were you you left that job under circumstances that were beyond your control uh, with issues that had happened and those issues have been resolved and everything's cleared up and and you're still the person you were you still do the work you did and that's all they know of you is that you know you left and where did you go and so the fact that you're showing up there again, people are going, hey, you know, those people that liked you and liked your work are going to be there to support you. And what you did today is you started the positive energy running from that shop to you. And so that influences the the universe. And what you do now, here's here's your job, Michael. You sit down right now after the after we get done, sit down tonight and visualize yourself working in the place that you want to be. In other words, if you have a desire in your mind to work there at a place you were at before, then you sit down and you actually visualize what what it is that you want to happen or desire to happen. But then when you think of it as want or desire, change it to Accept and what was that other word, Alice? Accept? Uh, no, it was um, choose. Choose and accept. No. Anyway, she wrote the words up. Read choose and welcome. Jo- choose and welcome. There accept we go. is a good one too. Choose and welcome those two and accept. That's what you are. What you where you are going and where you are going to end up because you're in control of your entire life. You're in control of where you're going. You're in control of what's happening to you because you planned this lifetime out. You remember we, we've taught this so much so all of our entire existence together is we planned our own life. So look at your plan and say, okay, where am I going to be? Okay, that's where I'm going to be. Okay, here's, here's the scenario. I see it in my head. Okay, what am I going to be doing? Okay, that's what I'm going to be doing. Okay, that's what I'm putting in my head. And that is what you think about 24-7 every moment, waking, sleeping, whatever, at this time, from this point on, that's what you focus your mind on is where you're going to end up and where you, what you're going to be doing. Because I feel like right now you are in total control of that destiny that's coming up in front of you. Because if you try to push yourself to another place, it's going to reject you. And then... You, then you're going to have to try another place, and that's going to reject you. And then finally, when you get to the place that you're going, okay, well, this must be what it is, and then all of a sudden you feel like, oh, yeah, this is it. I feel good. 
Oh yeah. And then you're going you're to get accepted. Okay. So that's what your job is now. Is from this moment on, for the rest of the next couple of weeks, really focus on what where you're going to be working and what you're going to be doing. Okay. And keep those now, two thoughts in your mind. That's all. A quick question. Since yeah. the individual I had a de- uh, my deal with, it's no longer there, and since he turned out to be a complete idiot, I'm thinking yeah. that actually could play in my favor. Oh, yeah, big time. You know, oh, you're, so, you're, 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 you're in like Flint, I'm telling you right now. So you just focus on I, it. You just... Another thing is that, you know, I, I brought my school work with me, and they were like, oh, you're going to school. Oh, wow, what are you doing? How many units do you have? Mm-hmm. And Good. then yesterday, one guy can say, you know, uh, the position's closing today, so you better get your application in. I had already done that on Saturday because he had told me earlier, you know, we're hiring right go. now. So we're in application, so. All so, right. Oh, well, Michael, awesome. that it sounds positive. You're moving in the right direction, and it's going to be there. <clears throat> welcome it and accept it. Now, the next thing I, I want to tell you, real, real quick before we before we go on, this is the key right now. This job is the key for your movement into relationship, also. Mm. So, oh, how interesting. Good because Look I, at that. otherwise I can't afford one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I cannot yeah, afford one. And it all comes uh, back gonna... to it all comes back to tonight's theme. It's yeah. all in your attitude, and you have changed your attitude. No worries, she can she can afford you. <laughs> oh, that's that's outstanding, awesome. <laughs> all right, <laughs> thank all you right, very much. Thanks, care, Michael. Good have luck. Good Thanks. Bye bye. Right. Good night. All right. All right. So <laughs> Let's go to along here. 530. Welcome Hello to there. Messages from Beyond. You're on the air. Hi, it's Crystal in Mount Shasta. Hi, Crystal. How are you? I'm good. I have been talking about a year, so I thought I'd call in. Well, yeah, weren't good. you in Florida before? She moved back. Yeah, I was in Florida, but it wasn't the time. I'm still kind of having a problem with my daughter. Um, she's still uh, wanting yeah. to live with her dad there. Mm. Yeah. And... Uh, yeah, it's been kind of hard. I tried living there, but I couldn't. Um, I kept getting headaches, and I just my stomach was hurt, and I just couldn't deal with the energy there. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty bad. Are you? And so, are anyways, you, I was just wondering you, if you you. Oh, go ahead. Are you moving to Portland? Portland. Who's in Portland? Uh, not that I know of. Who's in Portland? Um, I don't really know anybody in Portland. Okay, you will. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know what that's all about, but there's something coming up with Portland, really, really strong and intense. Really? Huh. Yeah. Um, I go to I go to Ashland every once in a while, but I haven't been to Portland. Yeah. Just uh, you know what? I play it by ear, but I I, I really feel like Portland is um, is Portland's calling. Um, hmm. I don't know why, but it's like north, of, way north of you. Maybe it's Medford and Ashland. I don't know, but I, I feel like I know it's Portland. There's something in Portland going on. Um, oh. The people you work for, where are they located? Are they located in Shasta? Yeah, I actually cook for an elderly man, and that's the only job I have right now. And I'm uh-huh. supposed to get in waitressing at a restaurant in Mount Shasta as soon as business picks up. Is that Big Bear Diner? It's no, it's a, uh, um, it's uh, uh, it's really crossed my mind. It's a wayside grill. I'm sorry. 
Oh, Wayside Girl. Okay, I know where they're at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we'll the owners just... are really nice, and I check in with them, and she says, yeah, you've got a lot of experience, and as soon as business picks up, then, you know, you can get in. Yeah, well, we'll we'll put their name out, and business will pick up, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Go to Wayside Grill. Forget well, you know, jobs are kind of hard here in, this, in the winter anyway. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah, oh, yeah, I know. Um, here's here's what I would say to you. There's something about Portland, some opportunity, something coming up, with, or, or, or either you're going to meet somebody from there, or there's going to be some kind of a job offer from there, or something within the next okay. six months or so. Uh, I don't think it's uh-huh. something that's coming around right away. But pay attention oh, okay. to it because it's it's good for you. It's a good situation, and I feel like it's close enough. Well, here's here's what here's here's what I, I, I really come down to. I know you're drawn you're drawn to the mountain, right? Uh huh. Right. I, I almost feel like you went to the wrong mountain. Hmm. Oh, really? Yeah, because I, yeah. I do get bored here. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, the reason I say that also is because if you look, if you go onto uh, any kind of map and you go up the up the Cascades, there's Mount Shasta, then there's Mount Hood, there's uh, Mount Adams, there's Mount Rainier, there's Mount Baker, which is up way up north, there's Mount St. Helens, which is is now half of what it was before, <laughs> but spread out a lot wider. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's not quite as tall as it used to be, but um, it, it, there just seems to be, <coughs> if you go to Portland and you look around Portland, if you come on a sunny day and you go on one of the hilltops there, you can actually see St. Helens, Mount Adams, and uh, Mount Hood all at the same time from one location. And this is three mountains. Now, these three mountains form kind of a of a vortex of sorts for the Pacific Northwest and and then you add in uh, Mount Adams and I mean Mount Rainier and Mount Baker and you get a whole other thing and then on the other end is Mount Shasta it's like those six or seven what is it that's six or seven six mountains along that range are all volcanoes and I think you're just being drawn to the area but you just came into the bottom area you know you came into Mount Shasta and uh-huh. And and I think you need to kind of move try move your energy thoughts and and feelings north of there because I think you're going to be drawn north and for me Portland seems huh. to be the the central location and it may be out from there it may be it may be Seattle it may be um, it may be huh. Ashland. do you think it might be a job offer or somebody that I'm going to meet Yeah, there's somebody you're going to meet and, and a job offer of some sort and it, and it feels like it's very strong but it, like I say. For me, it's like within six months, so I can't really narrow it down much more than that. I wish I could. It seems like you have a lot more opportunities for jobs up in the uh-huh. Portland area than you would yeah, and Portland's in not Mount that, Shasta. You know, Portland's also depressed in, in a lot of ways, too, lately, but but it's coming out of it like everybody else is. So um, there's lots of expansion up in the northwest, north of where you're at. So I would really kind of just... Keep my eyes and ears open and watch because Shasta's good and it's and it has a really incredible energy, but some people are drawn there and they think that they're supposed to go there and then they go there and they die. I mean, not die literally, 
You know, they don't have work. They can't support themselves. All kinds of things go crazy because there's not a lot of economy. But you go north of there, you got Ashland, you got um, uh, Eugene, Salem, Portland, uh, Vancouver, Olympia, Tacoma, Seattle, ever all the way up the line, and each one of those towns is close to a mountain. Now, if you go to Tacoma and look straight east, you see Mount Rainier is huge. And it's not you're not at the base of it, but you have it right there in your sights all the time. So, explore a little bit because I feel like you're being drawn out of there. But it's, oh, okay. it's certain. It's certainly not to Florida because there are no mountains there except for the uh, yeah. Trash, yeah, I tried the large... to live there to be with my I tried to live there to be with my daughter, but I just the energy I just can't deal with oh. the humidity in the summer and and I was wondering if you if you see her like coming to live with me anytime soon or or would she wait till yeah, she but, finishes school? But not until you get out of Shasta because I don't think she likes oh. it there. Oh really? I don't oh. think it's. I don't think it's so much that she wants to be with her dad. I think she wants to be away from being by herself, being so isolated. Huh. You know, because kids have have things that they want to do and they want to interact with other young kids and have opportunities. And being Uh closer to a larger metropolis is really, I think, where she's thriving more. Um, And I think it's only a matter of, you finding yourself in another place before she'll be bombed right back to you. Hmm. Okay. Okay. So okay. you're gonna win. It's gonna. It's a win-win situation. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess I'll okay. open to that. Okay. All right, Crystal. Thanks. All right, Crystal. Take Good care. luck. Okay. Let us thanks know. so much. Good okay. Talking to you. Bye now. Bye. You too. Bye bye. Okay. Wow. Looks like this next call is Washington D.C. Two o two. Two o two. Welcome to Messages from Beyond. Hello, thank you for taking my call. My name is T here, and I'm calling from Maryland. Hi, uh, what was your first name? Tierra. Sierra. Sierra, okay. Sierra, Tierra, like the crown. Oh, Tierra. Oh, oh, how cool yeah. is that? Okay, So Tierra. you must be a princess. You are a princess. <laughs> <laughs> what can we do for you? Are you in Baltimore? No, I'm in um, southern Maryland. Okay. Dennis and I met. So, like the PG County area, close to DC. Yeah. What can we do for you tonight, Tara? Well, I was calling because currently I rent a three-bedroom townhouse, and I have a roommate. And I have a roommate. And I was just wondering, do you see? Do the spirit guides see for me? Can tell you that um, if they see me moving anytime soon into my own place. Well, I have a really weird question because I saw the roommate moving out. Was I thought the question was going to be, is the roommate moving out? Uh, and my feeling was is that, yes. Um, are you the one on the lease originally, or is the other person on the lease originally? Um, we both have a lease. We both signed the six-month lease agreement, but I just talked to my roommate. He said that he was going to stay in the house. Oh, but I've been applying for. I've been looking for places for myself to move. So I was just wondering, would anything come through for me? Well, yeah, but again, I I I feel like it's more so him leaving for some reason, and I don't know why. It's just like I don't know why you're looking for a place. That's the weird part, because I I don't feel like. I feel like you're you're settled there. I mean, it's like you. 
how do I explain this? When when you go somewhere and you live somewhere for a while, it's like, yeah, all of a sudden, when you first move in, it feels like it's kind of new and uh, sometimes it's exciting and you're happy to be there and sometimes it's like, oh, why did I move here? But then it grows on you after a while. I feel like when you moved into this place, it was, yeah, I want to be here. And and now I still think you want to be there and I still think you haven't really given away, given up on this place. So what the universe is going to do, it's going to look at you and it's going to say, oh, well, you have, have you aren't ready to move. Um, what uh, why are you looking for something? Because you haven't really let go of the place you're in. Does it make sense? Yeah, well, the reason why I was looking for somewhere else because I want to look somewhere cheaper. Okay. But you love the place you're in, right? Yeah, it's convenient to my job and it's convenient to my son's school and to everything okay. else. But I want something cheaper and I don't want to do the roommate thing anymore. Drop-down expenses. Oh, yeah, I understand why you don't want to do the roommate. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and that's absolutely how it's going to be. But, again, I have a feeling, I really have this really strong feeling that he's going to be moving out. However, given the fact that you want to get expen- less expensive, what I would do is change the attitude right now and say, I don't like this place. I want out of here. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm going to get out of here. I'm not... I'm trying to take that one out tonight. For some reason, I keep saying want. I don't know why. I don't know why it is. But take that I want, want you say, to take that word out. No, it's, it's <laughs> not going to happen. Um, <laughs> take want and, and change it and say, you know, I am moving out. I am moving and disconnect yourself from the place and start. Actually, have you started packing yet? Because if you haven't, start. Okay. Okay. Because what you want to do is you want to give the energy off of you to send out to the universe that you are ready to move because until you do that you're not going to find much it's just going to kind of go by the wayside it's not going to be happening okay so take the attitude that you're already moving start packing up your stuff you know basic stuff start packing it up get it in boxes get it ready to move and then watch what happens because it'll change okay Okay, do the spirit guides have any other messages for me? Yeah, you've been worrying too much lately for some reason. What's going on? Why are you worrying so much? Yeah, well, I deal with anxiety, and um, the doctor, they had took me off of this one medication, and so my anxiety Uh, levels went up really high, so I was worrying a whole lot for like a month. uh, Yeah. Um, So they put me back on the medication, so it's calmed Uh down a whole lot. So. um, Good. It was dealing with my health. Good. Okay. Well, it looks like it, it, it's it's it looks like you're, you're doing good at it because um, uh, they were talking about worrying a lot in in a past tense type of thing. Why were you worrying so much? Now I understand why. Because you're not you don't seem like a worrying person right now at all. It just feels like you're apprehensive and you're hoping for the best, but it's not like you're worrying about it. So. I think that's another reason you have to start the packing thing because then it gives off the in, the information to the universe that you're really going to do it. All righty? Okay. You take care. Thank you so take much. Care. All right, Tiara. Thanks you so bet. much bye for now. calling. You take care. All right, bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, so, hey, Heather, how you doing? Hello. Heather. Hello. Oh, Hello, Heather, Heather, hi there. 
There was. You you took one out of turn there, dear. Oh, I jumped. So oh, it looks sorry, like no. it looks like you go get you messages from someone else then. <laughs> Sometimes that happens. <laughs> Sometimes. All right. How are you? What's what's Good. going on in I your life? Paul, I think Paul from earlier might have been my grandfather, and he might have knocked the other guy off. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> it probably was. I don't know. It could have been. He's usually not that pushy, but he is Italian, so. Oh, there you go. Question, speaking of models, which we brought up earlier, I um, spoke for about an hour earlier today with a famous supermodel about doing her book, and she wants to meet me when I go up to New York in a couple of weeks, you know, for my photography exhibition. She wants to meet me up there, and Mm -hmm. I'll tell you offline who it is. Um, Okay. But anyway, just wondering if you, if and when you see that going through, because I'm finishing up another client in a couple of weeks. Yeah, I think it's going to happen. Um, I think you thought it was uh, the other person, the one you were doing uh, in L.A. before. I, I know that you had this idea about doing the, the, the deal with her, but it didn't work out. And right. I think... I think that was what you thought this was, and this seems to be more so in the line of where you need to be. So, yeah, I look positive. Well, everything's okay. coming positive in your life. It's, you've noticed once you've moved east again, it's just been flowing. It's back in, you're back in your energy, so that's the key. You know, and once you get into the energy and you start, you know, focusing your intentions the right direction. And you're not being drained around the funny yeah. people. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, got I'm rid not, of that. Uh, oh, God, I got rid of that housewife. Ironically, this woman knows the New York housewife but doesn't know the OC housewife, and I told her that was good. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. um, but there's a literary agent in New York City that I connected with. I, I interviewed him and his one of his partners for an article. I read your blog. Uh-huh. Yeah, and um, so I emailed him today to let him know the second article is live, and I tentatively pitched him this concept about this woman's book. She actually has more than one book in her, I think. Um, do you think he'll be interested or another agent? Because one of the uh, reasons she liked me was I that I had connections to him. Yeah, I think it's going to be another agent, but you, you might have a chance. But I think if it does, it's not going to it's not going to come to fruition. It may feel like it's moving that direction, and it's going to kind of get stopped somewhere in the middle, and then another person will be the one interested. Another agent. So, okay. Yeah. A different yeah, agency. So, different agency, totally. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, no, I. But think- successful. There's success there, so. I wouldn't worry about it. Do you think it. it's going to sign sooner than later? Yeah, sooner than later, of course. Absolutely. No, I have no doubt about that. It's it it just seems like the timing, you know, and it's it's also attitude again since that's our theme okay. pretty much yeah. now. It's it's your attitude. Um and and your attitude has to be a can-do attitude, and that's where it's that's where you're going, and that's where you've become. That's what you've become on the East Coast is the can-do person. So, with that attitude moving forward, I wouldn't even worry about it. Just go for it, and, and know that the right person is, will will show up for the job. You follow me? For the to be the agent on it. Yeah. Yep. 
Yep, the right yeah. person will show up to fill the the job and that post in that job. So um, it's just a matter of you putting it out in the universe to send it out that, okay, this is what I'm looking for, and then going to that person, doing the interview with them and saying, you know, uh, and seeing if he's interested in, in repping it. And I think he may have a, a like I said, he may have an uh, initial uh, draw toward it, but I feel like it's, if something goes haywire and you have to end up getting another agent to do the book. So, but it's, but you will. Right. So I'm, that, that's the key though. The bottom line okay, is yes. yes, you will. Uh, she and I bonded over photography and a bunch of other different things. So there you go. Uh, it, it wasn't just that my mom was a model and I wrote her book, you know, on a personal level, she and I really bonded too. So, cool. Um, cool. yeah. So. Awesome. All right. I'll let All you right. know. I'll keep it Take care. After I meet her. All right. Thanks. All okay. Right. We'll talk Bye. to you later. Bye. Thanks for calling. Bye-bye. Okay. All right. Okay. Now go back up to area code 480. 480. You're Hi on there. the air. Hi. Hi. My name is Yvette, and I have totally met my, my twin flame soulmate, whether you want to call him. I just want to know when we're going to get to that good point that I've been waiting on. We've been on and off for nine years for various reasons. He's been on the military, worked, you know, whatever, but it's always we come back to each other. Got it. So I'm just where looking are you, for... Where are you located? Where are you located? Arizona. Okay. Arizona. <clears throat> um, who's the African-American person in your life? Is that you or is that him? Uh, he is, and I am half as well. Okay, that's is, right. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I got relatives on the other side. They're African American, and I didn't know. Oh, who yeah, I were. would definitely have some. I definitely okay. would have some. Yes. Uh-huh. Oh, cool. Okay. Okay. And is your father black? Is that is that yes, his part? Yes, my father is black. Okay, uh-huh. that's what I thought. Is he passed over? You know, I don't speak with him. I had a feeling that he was passing recently, but I haven't spoken with him since he was eighteen years old. Well, I have a really strong feeling that he's on the other side, but um, this could be one of those situations, and I have to uh, tell you uh, a a little short little story because I want to make it short and sweet. I met a lady in in, uh, San Antonio, and uh, a gay friend of hers who she had worked with for years came through my head and said, I'm on the other side. I want to talk to her. I, I need to talk to her, and I don't know how to get a hold of her. And blah. And I'm going. Why would you want to get a hold of her if you're on the other side? You just talk to her. And then it uh, and and it can't, turned out that I thought he was on the other side. And I said, you know what? Check it out. Make sure. And she knew where he had he had like moved from San Antonio to L.A. So she met talks to some people that happened to know who he was, and she didn't know where he was at, and they researched. And finally, she found him, and he was actually living in L.A. and had been thinking about her and wanted to get a hold of her and didn't know how. So um, it's very possible that your father's passed over, and it's also very possible that he's not, but he's thinking about wanting to get a hold of you to talk to you and find out how you're doing. Um, I'm sure he is, but that wouldn't be happening. But okay, right? I'm no, I, I, I completely, I, and I completely uh-huh. understand why. And you know, and and the feeling I have is that the reason that he's coming through is because he is on the other side, and he does want to give you what I call the Atlas apology, which is like Atlas carrying the world on his back, but he carries the apology for you about your life and his life together. And I have a feeling that if he's actually still here, which I'm not real clear on this, 
that that's what he wants to do is get together with you and apologize and try to heal what has transpired in your life because he feels like you carry this burden around with this this kind of baggage on your back that you haven't really let go of and he needs mm-hmm. to let you know that it, as long as you can forgive him it, you'll be able to forgive yourself do you understand what that how that works yeah mm-hmm. okay because there's something in there that you have to let go of and forgive of yourself, not so much of him. I mean, and you can let him go and forgive him too. But the most important thing is taking that and letting it go because right now, as you've said, you've met your twin soul and you're ready to move forward in, um, in a life that becomes all of a sudden becomes kind of of service in a way. I don't know what what kind of service you're going to be doing to the world or to the universe but there's definitely something there that you've been be, you 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 have been groomed for over your lifetime because of your experiences the things you went through the loss the lack of and the absence of created a certain uh, feeling in you and that's going to transpire into how you healed through that and how you worked through it within yourself <clears throat> uh, and you will be able to turn that around and push that out for other people so that they see your example and they change their lives because of you do you understand okay. all that I Did do very much that? understand all of that yes okay. do. so here's what's going to happen your twin soul is, I have a feeling right now, is kind of one of those that's kind of not really convinced of it yet, but yet he, outside he says, yes, that's what it is, but inside he hasn't really grasped a hold of what that means. Do you follow me? Mm-hmm. And so for for your relationship to come together, it has to be at the point where he goes, yes, this is what I, is important to me in my life. This is my life. This is what I've got to do. And then he's going to move toward you much faster than what's been going on. Now, was there a marriage that he's getting out of, a relationship, or was that you getting out of a relationship? Oh, we both, we met each other when we were both getting divorced, and we I, dated on that, and off. We dated other people, so on. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so where is he at now? He lives here, but he works in California. So right now he's in California. Okay, good. Um, not good that he works away, <laughs> but just good that you're, you're, you're within proximity to connect with him. And how often do you see him? Um, pretty much about every two weeks, at least about once a month, but usually every two weeks. Good. And have you guys talked about the twin soul aspect? No, and that's what's getting me frustrated, which is why I'm calling you. <laughs> it seems like every time we're supposed to have a conversation, something happens where that conversation doesn't happen. Well, you heard what we were saying to um, to Jamie about talking about twin souls, right? I heard part of it, um, just mm-hmm. to just kind of say it I, and I not think you're crazy. Yeah, I, I, I want to say the one thing. When you want to talk to someone about a subject like that, the best thing to do, is he a reader at all? Yes, he is. Okay. There's two books you can grab. Um, First book is called Twin Souls, 
and it's by Maury Pressman and Patricia Jowdry. Now, Patricia's since passed over. Maury's still around. Um, They wrote this book 20 years ago, something like that, 18 years ago. Yeah, 20 years ago. More, exactly. Yeah, 20-some years ago. Um, It's a very technical book, and it deals with um, how the universe was was formed and explores and, and gets into technical stuff about twin flames, twin souls, and all that. But it's called Twin Souls, and it's very, very... It's a very, it's a tough read, but it's very interesting in the sense that it gives you lots of information. If you want a fun book to read, there's a book called Together Again, <laughs> Twin Souls Reunite in Love and Life. Blatant plug. Shameless plug. Shameless plug. Shameless. 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 But what it does is it shows you in real life how a twin soul connection actually happened, you know, and that's our... Our, Our gift story. to the world is, is that story. But I'm going to give you another book to read, and it's a much older book. Oh, yeah. Um, Dick Sutphin's book, S-U-T-P-H-E-N, and it's called You Were Born Again to Be Together. And that's one of the first books I read on go. this subject years ago in the early 80s. Before you even thought about me. Before I even thought about you, before I knew the term twin soul. Uh, but what it's a wonderful book. And Dick... Dick is uh, I am on Dick and I are on the same Facebook. Uh, we're friends, and I'm going to try to get him to be on our show. What about um, um, uh, uh, Brian Weiss's book? Brian's book, the same thing. Many lives, many, many masters. Many masters. Yeah. But, but Brian, how do I ease him into it though? Because he's not really like this kind of stuff kind of weirds him out. Well, just given the given the book, um, the, the Dick Sutton book. It's, you were born it's a again small to be book, together. Yeah. It's a very small paperback. Small, you can probably find it on Amazon um, in the used books. You probably could find it in a used bookstore. Uh, where in Arizona are you? Um, Phoenix. You're oh, Phoenix. Phoenix, easy. Go there, into yeah. any used bookstore. I'm sure you'll find it. Yeah. Or the library. Okay. Right. Okay. Check the library. And does does he drive? From uh, from Phoenix to to LA to work. Yes. Uh huh. Um, another option is audiobooks, so you can listen to it as he's driving down the road, and and those those are awesome to listen to. Ours is not on audio, but it will be sometime in the next. Well, yeah, that's future. our next project. Yeah. So no, but if that don't worry. Things are working in the right direction. When a twin soul, when twin souls come together, there's nothing in the universe, nothing on this planet, nothing that exists that will keep you apart except yourselves. And once you overcome that part of it, there's nothing that's going to stand in your way. And with you and and he, he um, going through the process that you've gone through. Uh, you're ahead of the game, and, and now the next step is to introduce him to ideas of, of maybe there's something greater than us at work here. You know, maybe there's something bigger than us that needs to, you know, that rules the universe out there. If you want to call it God, you can call it God. If you want to call it um, destiny, or, the uh, universe, universe, uh, spiritual energy, whatever you want to call it. Um, higher power, that's what they do it and call it in 12 steps, you know, the, the higher power. Mm-hmm. But um, I think, tr- truthfully, I think without being, you know, overly um, shameless in this, our, <laughs> book, our book does give you a lot of the background on it. We've been told it's like a guidebook to finding your twin soul. 
and recognizing when you have found your twin soul. Yeah. Because okay. trust me, I mean, I knew the minute I met it. him. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I knew so the minute I met him. I tried to run from it because it was so intense. But when he asked me to marry him, I went, uh, let me get back to you because I didn't think he was serious. We've been on and off ever since then because I'm sure his ego is a little hurt. But, you know, I'm he, sitting around waiting for him to ask again. So. Well, you know, you don't have to wait for him to ask. You can say, you know, that question you asked me a while back, I've, I've really thought about it. And uh, here's my answer, and you can give me your answer now. Um, and you, you can you tell him why it freaked you. You can tell him why it freaked you out, yeah. The, the key, though, is easing into the aspect of, of twin souls <clears throat> with a sledgehammer. <laughs> a sledgehammer, what did you say, a sledgehammer Plant filled a with sled, molten love? A sledgehammer filled with molten love that goes from the tops of your, your uh, t- the tips of your toes to the top of your head and tingles all the way through. Aww. Yeah, it does. <laughs> so, well, if you, if, he was, if you were freaked out, I'm going to tell you right now, the most important thing you'll n- learn from this this uh, program, this world, whatever it is, women and men are different. <laughs> Duh. And, and, and women have a very soft, sensitive, metaphysical side that is open to the feelings of the of the of the heart. Masculinity is taught. Well, it comes with it already, a thing that we got to go out and gather, and we're the hunters and gatherers. But we come from our head. And when you get a masculine person, male or female, to go down and meet halfway in the middle that part in the heart, because the 18 inches, longest 18 inches in the world is the distance between your head and your heart. But it seems like, you know, it's so close, but yet it's so hard to get it together. If he can mm-hmm. start moving into the, the phase of thinking with his heart, which I think he did when he asked you to marry him, because he knows, he knows already. He just isn't admitting it out here into the world. He isn't talking about it. Because if he, he talked making... about it, then it would be real. Okay? Right. Right now, right. it's just a thought. Right now, it's just a... A, a thought about a wonderful relationship, and um, here's here's what's going to happen with you. You're gonna you're gonna expose him to some other things, um, and he's gonna kind of move toward it. You're gonna you think he's gonna freak out. He's not. He's gonna go. Wow, she loves me this much that she wants me to know about this kind of stuff, and he's gonna appreciate it because I know I would, and I have a feeling he has that sensitive side of himself that he hides from the rest of the world, but you will have access to. And that's where you come in to show him what it's all about. Okay? Okay. Thank you so much. Cool. All right. Enjoy the ride. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> thank <fun>. you. <laughs> all right. Thanks, Yvette. Good Bye-bye. talking to you. <laughs> I love well, hearing about twin souls. I know. I do, too. All right. Let's that's go right, to... All right. We'll go, we'll California, area code three ten. You're on the air. <clears throat> Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. Welcome to messages Hello? from beyond. Hello. Hi. Yeah. How are you? Good. How are you? What's your name? Where are you calling from? Good. My name is Chelsea, and I'm calling from Chicago, but I'm a California line. Ah. Okay, Chelsea. <laughs> I'm here visiting family. 
Wait a minute, Chelsea. I have to ask you the question that I ask everyone from Chicago. Okay. Do you know, do you know Oprah? I don't personally, but I love her. Oh. Oh, well. Okay, forget it. No. Do you know people that know her? I wish I did. I wish I did. Uh, we're, we're, actually, Oprah's selling her Harpo Studios, I heard. Oh, that's true. Well, anyway. All right. What can, right. You say? What can we do for you, Chelsea? Try. I'm just looking for some messages from people of past. Is that your mom? Uh, or my mom who is fast? Yes. No. No. Okay, Who's we're at the we're toward the end of the show. If you yeah, want to zero two, in, two three minutes. Um, who do you want to speak with? I want to speak with my father. Your dad. Oh wow. Did he have a soft energy, Chelsea? Did he have, have a soft, soft energy? energy? Did, oh, he? did he? Did he have a soft energy? Not really. Okay. No, that wasn't what I was doing. Not feeling. really. <clears throat> no, there's what another. That what that well, well, that's, that's why feminine. he might have come through as a mom. Feminine. Oh. feminine well, he was or, very loving. I don't know if that. Yeah. Yeah, that would that would make sense. Um, that would make that's more sense. That's the feminine side. Um, how long ago did he pass? Because it feels like it's about four or five years. Yeah, um, almost about five years exactly. Yeah. He says to tell you he's doing fine and that he looks like he did when he was 24. You have a picture of him at 24 or 25 years old. And, in fact, he has some kind of boots on and in, in front of a car with trees, like evergreens. Oh, wow. Okay. Weird. Okay, I'll look for that. Was he a, was he a camper? Do you like to go camping, hunting? Um, no, but no, not really. But he likes okay. to, you know, he, he used to he used to reenact some some oh. war revolution. Oh, like That's what, that's what that it. might be. I saw the boots and then uh, all mm-hmm. this. That was okay. Well, anyway, there's a picture of him uh, you have that that's his. That's what he looks like, and he sends you uh, messages all the time that he's around, and they're usually in the form of feathers of all thing. Have you seen the feathers lately? You noticed them. Um. I used to I used to get it well, I'd say closer to when he passed, but I haven't gotten oh. one in a while. Okay, well you're you're going to get one just so he knows so he lets you know that he's around. Um, he okay. says, um, um, "Sweet cheeks." I don't know what that means. Sweet <laughs> cheeks. <laughs> huh? well, okay. Something about, something about cheeks. I don't know if it's sweet cheeks or uh, wow, cheeky cheeks. or something about cheeks. I don't know what that, that is. Anyway. Ask your mom. <laughs> Ask my mom. Okay. Yeah, something about cheeks. Oh wow. Is wow. there anybody else? Is uh, is does my father have any messages or anything send, that he wants to share? Just sends you lots of love, and he says, "Take care of your mom. She has issues." <laughs> my mom's sitting right here next to me. She's laughing. <laughs> Just take care of your mom. She has issues. Um, did they yeah, get along really well? Did they get along really well? They were yeah, married. Yeah, very well. Very well. I think it's a joke. I think he's uh, poking fun at her because he he knows she's sitting there. He says he <laughs> likes he likes the red sweater. Red sweater. Yeah. Mm. I don't know what the red sweater is. Ask your Whoa. mom. What? Uh, yeah, that's my mom. We have a lot of questions for my mom. Is that my grandmother there or anybody like that? Grandfather, grandmother. Oh, yeah, I I got a question for you. I'm seeing the letter here. A. Like Anne or Annie or something, Anne. Who is that around Andy? you? Andy. Uh, that? Yeah. Well, that was my father's name, but my son was named after him. 
There uh, it is. Okay. Cool. Cool. Well, we we'll have to leave you with that because we only got about a minute left. Oh, there, that, that, there's that confirmation that he's there. We we don't have time to get into it now. Chelsea, if you call us oh. early next week, I'd love to talk to you more. Absolutely. Because that, that Angie came through clearly, and there's your confirmation that he is around you. Yeah. And start looking for feathers again. You get your mom on the phone, Okay. Too. Next. Get yeah, my mom yeah. on the phone. She's been on the phone. We've been on hold for about an hour and 15. You finally oh. picked up. <laughs> I'm so oh. glad we got to you, though. Yeah, some known messages about Andrew really quick before right, you go. go. No, uh, no we, we only have time to go uh, to sign off. But thanks for okay. calling. Thank, yeah. I'm sorry we didn't get to the rest of you on the phone. Oh, I know. Thank you so much for your patience. I know you've been holding a long time. Please call in early next week. We're on every Tuesday from 6 to 8 p.m. Pacific time. This is Messages from Beyond with Dennis and Alice Jackson. May peace be with you always. Always. always.